What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In El Salvador, we have the details of a new mega prison that opened its doors just this year, which has led to a sharp decline in crime. In Texas, a man is shot and killed over a barbecue pit. And in New York, a convicted murderer is freed on a ridiculous technicality. These stories and more coming at you today, Thursday, February 22nd on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino, and 3.6 seconds into today's episode, Jim violated mm-hmm. bylaw number 7.6. It don't take long. Board, board, board. Gonna have to, board. gonna have to think about filing a complaint on Jim yeah. taking an El Salvador yeah. story. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, it's Thirsty Mike Thursday, so fun, maybe, boys. maybe we'll let that go on Thirsty yeah. Thursday. I think it's a drink in El Salvador, like Mexico is. It's a margarita. Yeah. A, I think co- cocaine's question. the drink. Mm. That's, uh, <laughs> that's Columbia. Yeah. I know, but they're not mm. too they're, far away from each other. I have to get back to you on that one. But let's get down yeah. to some crime time for Thirsty Thursday, gentlemen. All right. And we're going to talk about El Salvador. And look, one of the, you know, it wasn't too long ago that, They had the highest crime rate, and it was one of the most dangerous places in the entire world. Uh, El Salvador has made some huge strides towards uh, solving that issue, and they built a new mega prison, uh, and they are filling it up with gang members from all over the place, MS-13 uh, specifically is housed there along with some other really dangerous gangs. So uh, they wear white shirts and shorts, and uh, most of them were captured dur- during uh, El Salvador's state of exception, as they call it, and they are gradually filling that mega prison. Unveiled earlier this year, the prison is 45 miles southeast of the capital and currently holds some 12,000 accused or convicted what? gang members. Yeah. To That's put that into lot. perspective, Bloody Angola holds right. around 6,500. 6, yeah, on 18,000 acres. On 18,000 yeah. acres. Yeah. It's uh, the the actual prison is the, in, the interior of that prison is the size of three, not football fields, football stadiums. What? That's the size of it. Uh, it can hold over 40,000. Thousand, wow! Convicts got to be the largest in the world. Got to be. I think Jerry Jones consulted them on the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prisoners here, they don't receive visits. Uh, there are no programs preparing them for reinsertion into society after their sentences. There's no workshops or educational programs. Mm-hmm. The exceptions are the occasional motivational talks from prisoners who have gained a level of trust from prison officials, and prisoners sit in rows on the corridor outside their cells for the talks and are led through 
exercise regimens under the supervision of guards who surround them. They are never allowed outside. What? It, absolutely. And the, it's like a giant roach motel. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Roaches enter, yeah. they don't leave. Well, the interesting thing is one cell holds 100 inmates. What? Yes, sir. A hundred oh, inmates per cell. They have two toilets in that cell. Two. What? Nothing block. You know, yeah. no privacy. I mean, this yeah. is a real deal prison right, right here. Uh, the president ordered its construction when El Salvador began making massive arrests early last year in response to a surge in gang violence. Since then, more than 72,000 people have been arrested for being gang members or affiliates. The president, interestingly enough, was reelected with 82 percent of oh, the vote. I like that. Uh, of course, human well, rights. He, he imprisoned yeah. everyone who was going to vote against him. <laughs> human rights organizations, they have come out and oh, said there's imagine. a lot of violations here. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people getting violated in those 100 man cells. 100%. And these are the worst of the worst, right? And, uh, and quite frankly, El Salvador has managed to go from being the world's most dangerous country to the safest country in mm. the Americas. Now, that that is from the El Salvador president. How did we do it? By putting criminals in jail. Is Jeez. there space? There is now, he said. Uh, the prison's massive scale and lack of any sort of rehab have been criticized. However, it's hard to deny that success and the turnaround that El Salvador has experienced. Their crime rate has dropped nearly 57% in one year. Locked up all the, all the criminals are locked the up. All the repeat offenders. I tell you what, I made another list. Guarantee place I'm never going. Not the president of El Salvador. Well, I, and and I'll tell you this: I watched a kind of like a, a documentary on YouTube about this prison. And um, if you're in El Salvador, you ain't wanting to break the law. Yeah, I can tell you that because you end up over here, there. man. It's like the gladiator school. Oh my like. gosh, it's crazy! And they intentionally lock these rival gangs up together in yeah. the same cell. Survival of the fittest. Yeah, and they say that they've and come they up room. with kind of a piece agreement between these rival gangs because you're a hundred people in one cell. I mean, what are you going to do? Kill each other. Yeah. It's entertainment. Yeah. Inmate 99, inmate 99 might not be in, you know, he might be dating a lot of guys in that cell. Somebody is. Somebody's washing drawers and tossing salads. I've, I've read some stuff about this. There's some other countries that have had similar levels of crime looking at this and, Trying to decide whether they should follow well, the model I mean, or not. I guess if you lock up all the known gang members, that's certainly going to be a cut in crime. But other ones will come up to replace them. Crime's well, the, never going to stop. And the way that they're doing it, they're, they're, the actual cost they are bearing for imprisoning these people is far less oh, than sure. you know what happens in sure. in this country. I mean, they're basically it is a roach motel. I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. It's concrete. And, I don't want to go. And, you know, they feed them for, um, I found it I interesting. I was going to say, what's the food like? So for breakfast, for example, they get three hots and a cot, right? But the cot is made of concrete. Right. And they get a, they get a towel, basically, is all yeah. they get in a sheet. Uh, but for breakfast, they get two tortillas, huh. um, like some sauce, almost like a jalapeno sauce, yeah. and a little bit of a cream mixture. They do not get meat <laughs> at all. Really? No meat is I mean, allowed. Uh, the cream mixture. Yeah, the cream, cream mixture. mixture in a room with guys. <laughs> <laughs> Could I don't be. know about the cream mixture. I mean, it's a cream the mixture. secret sauce. Might be the same cream mixture Olaf. It looks like a sour cream or something, yeah, but yeah, that's what that. they get. Yeah, Another thing I'm not eating. Every meal. That's, is that... Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's what they Two get. Tortillas. Two tortillas, uh, uh, salsa of some sort, and yeah. a cream mixture. Yeah, cream mixture. Oh, <laughs> it no. covers all the basic food groups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure no, no protein because yeah. they don't want to build muscle. No, oh, they they getting some protein in there. <laughs> God, that is a, that is. So there's a doc out on that where you see inside the place. Yeah. I yeah, watched it yesterday on YouTube. The world's toughest prison. It's a good crazy. scared straight video for Crazy's. some folks. Let's go to Michigan. 
Michigan. Michigan for an unbelievable. Home of Tom Brady. Unbelievable home of the landing, the story. strip. It is not the home of Tom Brady. <laughs> it was at one point. It's where he attended school. <laughs> he lived there for a little yeah, while. He got drafted in the seventh round or whenever he got drafted. Fifth round? What did he get drafted? Mr. Irrelevant. No, he wasn't Mr. Irrelevant, but he, was, he wasn't that far away. He was a lot closer to Mr. Irrelevant than he was to being a top pick, but he made that all work for him, didn't he? Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash RLRC. R C and they are now national champs and their coach promptly left right after they became national champs. So all the college coaches are leaving a Michigan waitress. All right. Was fired after receiving a shocking $10,000 tip Hmm. on a bill that totaled $32 and 43 cents. Where's a crime? There's a crime boy. There's a crime boys. Her restaurant is insisting the dismissal was a, quote, business decision unrelated to the generous tip. Mm. Lindsay Boyd, a Michigan mother who received the astonishing tip, was let go from the Mason Jar Cafe in Benton Harbor, Michigan. I've actually been to Benton Harbor, Michigan, despite generously sharing the money with eight coworkers. Did you leave the tip? She shared it with all eight coworkers. I did not leave uh, that tip. Boyd said in a now deleted Facebook post that drama ensued after an anonymous customer left behind the $10,000 tip to honor a recently departed friend. That middle-aged man in a dark suit wished not to be identified, but said that he was in town for the funeral of uh, a close friend, and he intended to spread some cheer 
through this generous gratuity. I just gave him a hug. I didn't even know his name at that point, but I gave him a big hug. He then told me he left a memorial of someone very dear to him, and he wanted to do something kind and generous in her name. That's Lindsay Boyd talking. What was supposed to be an upbeat story has taken a very negative turn, as Boyd revealed that she lost her job because of, quote, all of the drama, animosity, and hurt that ensued from the massive tip. The restaurant owners, Abel Martinez and Jamie Cousins, said, quote, labor laws limited what they could share but claimed that the termination of Boyd had nothing to do with the $10,000 tip. That's Quote, we cannot comment on the nature of her losing her job due to labor laws and to protect the staff involved, the couple wrote in a Facebook post. However, I will say that it had nothing to do with the tip. She did receive the entire tip. She did not pay taxes on it. The business did. Huh. It's kind of weird. Why would the business pay idea. taxes on it? Um, she, yet she shared that tip um, at the request of the man that, that left it. Boyd offered her side of the story, saying that she was asked to take a mental health day as, quote, drama surrounding the tip unfolded inside the restaurant. Drama ensued, and in an attempt to diffuse the situation and resolve any rumors, things became even worse, she wrote. She I would, th- not to interrupt you, but I would like to shed some light on why the business paid the tip. Okay, shed light. So... If you pay for your meal with a debit card and you tip $10,000, the business has to pay the tip. They have to pay the the taxes on that tip because it went through their company. But isn't it a clear pass-through? No. No, it goes through their it goes through their tax like they have to show that 10 grand as income. Then they pay But they the also employee. show it as an expense. They do. They do, but they get taxed on the way in. They get taxed at, you know, check with your tax advisor, but you definitely get taxed as income because guess what? MasterCard or whoever that is is going to is gonna show that as a payment to you, including that $10,000 because they pay you and you pay your employee. Maybe they're like, he's like Bonnie Willis and he only uses cash. Um, I don't know if he pulled out 10 G's. Anyway, drama ensued and in an attempt to diffuse the situation and resolve any rumors, things became even worse. She did not specify what happened and has since deleted the post and taken her entire Facebook page down. But rumors have circulated suggesting that the staff that was not working that day were angered that they were not included in the sharing of the tip. The staff that was not working the day of the $10,000 tip expected to be cut in and created an extremely dramatic work environment. According to Boyd, the management asked her to take another day off for things to settle down. And then they allegedly did not respond to a text asking if she could return. She was fired over the phone the next day. As the desperate waste, as the desperate waitress shared her experience, social media users became infuriated, leaving negative reviews on the restaurant's uh, uh, Yelp account and their homepage, as well as on Google. An angry user shared screenshots of Boyd's post and wrote, "This is." In all caps, not what our community is about. Lindsay honored the tipper's wishes and shared this act of kindness when many would have kept it to themselves. I've personally worked with her, and she is one of the most kind and generous humans I've ever worked with. Fifty other people jumped in writing uh, wonderful things. The uh, I, I know there is a lot going around that we were uh, that we let her go because of the tip, and that's just not logical. One of the owners told WOOD TV. W-O-O-D TV. Well, let me speak of W-O-O-D TV. Shout out to my old pal, Paul Boscarino, who ran W-O-O-D radio and TV in Grand Rapids, Michigan for many years. They should be paying Woody a Great guy. And why was it called Wood? Because they were laying the wood. <laughs> Bosco, Bosco was laying the wood. No, Bosco was not laying the wood. That was... At the time, I think it still is, the furniture capital of the United States. They make really? more furniture in Grand Rapids than anywhere else. At least they did at the time. Really? Maybe, maybe somewhere in Carolina has caught this. Yeah, Carolina, but I, I think lot. so. Uh, yeah. But back well, back then. Lacquer capital was, of the world is Carolina. It was Grand Rapids, and that's where wood came from. Uh, or it could I could be all wrong, and it could be Woody's thing where. That's uh, what it is. Where Paul Boscarino was laying a lot of wood there. They might not be taking Sorry, Paul. to the account of uh, Quakers. 
Okay, the, the Quakers, yeah, people Quakers. with the horse buggies, yeah, they make furniture. No, those are Amish. Amish. And, uh, and, uh, they're not in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Grand Rapids doesn't have an Amish population. What's the difference in Amish and Quaker? Uh, sorry. That'll be in our next episode. The owners wrote on social media that it was purely a business decision, emphasizing again that such decisions are not made lightly or hastily. For now, we're asking all real-life Real Crime Daily listeners to boycott the Mason Jar Cafe in Benton Harbor until we see justice <laughs> prevail. Okay. <laughs> and the, the, uh, you Beautiful know Benton Harbor, Michigan. She's going to get a hell of a uh, federal lawsuit. She's got a wrongful termination. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, That's spooshit. it. Yeah, well, so uh, next time you leave a $10,000 tip, make sure there's no drama around it. Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. Make sure it's cash, like Fanny would, would have done. Yeah. Or fine. <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> we're going to go to Texas. T.I.S. And we're going to tell you about a Harris County, Texas homeowner who sadly shot and killed a man after he stole a barbecue pit from his home oh, early Texas. Sunday. I don't yeah. think they were sad about it, Jim. Well, Harris, it's a sad story that someone lost their life, but the Harris County Sheriff, Ed Gonzalez, posted to social media early Sunday uh, saying deputies responded uh, to a home after reports of a man who had been shot was confirmed dead. An investigation revealed the dead man attempted to steal the shooter's barbecue pit from his home. According to the sheriff, the homeowner discovered his grill had been stolen, chased a suspect down in his own vehicle. That's a no-no. When the homeowner caught up with the thieves who were fleeing with the barbecue pit, he confronted them inside of that vehicle. The homeowner told police he believed the driver of the vehicle was in possession of a gun. Gonzalez said the homeowner feared for his own safety and fired the gun at the suspect, striking him. The second person in the vehicle was not injured and has not been charged with a crime. According to the sheriff, the homeowner was detained and he cooperated fully with investigators, providing a detailed statement about the incident. And the investigation is ongoing and once complete will be handed over to the DA's you office. don't want to steal barbecue pits in Texas. Nope. In Harris County, that's Houston. Uh, uh, you might as well stole the truck. Does it, matter, does it matter if the other guy was armed or not? I wonder what it, kind of barbecue pit it was. I don't know, I know. Why would you steal Smoker a man's problem. barbecue pit? That's like taking his wife. Oh, I have no doubt what you would do in this case, but <laughs> but uh, the the guy's taking off of your Traeger. But does it matter if whether the guy was actually armed or not? Because they don't say all they. Oh, say it is, matters. All they say is this guy. Well, I mean, he he was driving away uh, with you, your stolen property. No. You, yeah, it matters well, if, said, if he's I mean, armed. He if you shoot and kill somebody and they're unarmed and driving away. Had a gun, right? That, well, well that's, he, the that's the story the he's given. Shot him. Yeah, well, I mean, he could have. They could have tussled over the gun or whatever. But you know what? Mm, he should have stole that motherfucker's barbecue pit. Sorry. Look, I'm not saying that there's no. That he didn't have a good excuse. Right. I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, the letter of the but, law, they're going to say, was you was your life in danger? Well, and if say, you chase somebody from your house, chase them down, mm, and then shoot yeah. them, and they're not but, armed. No, no, you gonna go to jail? I think he said he was armed. Now. No, he claimed this is he, the guy who shot him. Said he was armed, but there's nothing that's come out in the story saying that police. Uh, said, it's, uh, they uh, say he fired his own gun at the suspect, uh, striking him. Well, I don't know. The uh, yeah, no, that's the homeowner firing the gun. But the right, right. But all he said is that he thought the other guy. Had yeah, a yeah. Weapon, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing they, with that. And they never validate whether he, they found a weapon or well, didn't find a weapon, but Harris County get to the bottom of it. But it, right. Be still the man's barbecue pit. Uh, well, we kind of went through that. this, the, uh, I know you listened to it. The story about the guy who gets in a fight with his wife that gets tossed out and not yeah, onto yeah. the couch. He's got to yeah, go sleep in his truck. Right, right. And, and the guy breaks in and he has the, and he kills him when they are. Yeah. 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 So that one's that one's yeah. open and shut, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, your car is an extension of your home. Okay. Uh, I actually had a listener write me and say, "Well, does it matter whether that was a pick?" Because my take was that's a pickup truck. The listener's take was, "No, maybe it's a eighteen wheeler where 
you know, sleeping in there, you got the bit. But would that matter at all? Matter. No, 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 no breaking in your shit. In. You have a right to defend your shit. Right. You have a right to defend yourself too right, and right, stay in right. your ground. The problem is when somebody's turning to run. So if you yeah, broke in my house and I shot you in the back now, in my front they, yard, if they shot at you first and then they run, you, I mean, you can shoot them because you don't know if they're going to turn around and shoot again. Yeah, Unless it takes place in a tuck area. Yeah, the tuck, tuck. Is it a tuck area? Tuck tuck area. It's tuck area. I'm sorry. Don't write me. Yeah, that was Harris County too. I know. That's what I'm saying. Related to. Yeah. Right, they was taking a barbecue pit to cook some. Time. There you shot him. You shot him in the back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, interesting. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm gonna look it up. See what kind of barbecue pit it was. <laughs> what, if it was what if it was one if of those like shitty nineteen dollar ones? He's going, yeah. he's going to jail. If it was a round nineteen dollar ones with plastic three legs. If it's top of the line, he's innocent. Hey, somebody's cooked pretty good. Burn some burgers on it. Yeah. Well, speaking of stealing, I actually thought about Weber. I actually yeah. thought about giving this to Jim for a they stole what, but I knew he was going to screw me early in the episode, so I didn't give it to him. But go. in the state of Washington, officials have arrested two people believed to be members of an organized crime group, and they seized thousands of dollars worth of stolen cosmetics. Hmm. The Linwood Police Department responded to calls of a theft in progress at a makeup store in the Alderwood Mall um, back on Feb 1. Upon arrival, they were told by, okay, this is the new language, obviously, loss prevention employees. So security guards, gone, right? There's no yeah, sense. Well, they they've always had loss prevention. That's right. They're undercover. They uh, work directly for the store where right. security guards are hired by the store. Right. Oh, so not everyone is loss prevention. No. Right. These right. are, Okay. Okay, because we had a guy in a dumb criminal story that was a loss prevention guy. Um, but upon arrival, they were told by a loss prevention employee that two suspects were stealing makeup products. The employee was able to confirm that the suspects were the same people involved in another makeup theft that happened on January 31st. So that was a day earlier. Officials were soon able to take the suspects and their vehicle into custody. They discovered over $12,000 worth of stolen cosmetics in the vehicle. Mm. That's a lot of eyeliner. It's like two compacts. Lipstick and all of that kind of stuff. Police have not released the names of the suspects. Pictures shared by police show a massive pile, which I just showed to these guys, of uh, eyeliner, mascaras, face powders, and uh, all kinds of other stuff. The department believes that the thieves are members of a Romanian organized traveling retail crime ring. Romanian organized traveling retail crime ring. Come up with the acronym for that. And the products are being shipped across state lines to be sold for pennies on the dollar. One of the suspects charged and jailed in the organized retail theft uh, in the first degree. And the other thief, a juvenile, was released to their parents. According to local news, the accused were first uh, raiding a Coles in Linwood City and then were arrested in February after stealing from a Sephora in the Alderwood Mall. According to the Washington Examiner, federal investigators have linked major retail theft incidents back to criminal organizations in Europe and South America. Michael J. Kroll, a special agent with the Department of Homeland Security, said one such group is the Romanian Organized Theft Group, or ROTG. The group is suspected of sending non-U.S. citizens into the country with the sole objective of stealing. A recent DHS investigation in Missouri revealed the existence of an ROTG comprised completely of previously deported individuals. These ROTGs wire illicit proceeds back to Romania, the agent said. Linwood City is part of the Seattle metro and is about 16 miles to the north of Seattle. As a result of the routine shoplifting occurring across the country, data from Capital One research estimates that stores lost $87 billion Jeez. to retail theft in 22 and over $100 billion in 2023. Sorry, so expensive. These yeah, crazy right. Romanian makeup thieves. Well, and it's you know in that case it's makeup, but retail theft overall is just ridiculous. On the box, yeah, yeah, you got to budget it, almost budget in, and believe it or not, employee theft makes up a lot of yep. that. Yep. Yeah, I, I usually the managers stealing. Yeah. I didn't think any of those like you know, crunchy women up in Seattle even wear makeup. 
my experience up there. <laughs> oh my god! You know, it's a lot of flannel. Ah, uh, it's, it's women in flannel without makeup. I'm surprised they still that much. Fans up there, we love y'all. And, and <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get love letters. Y'all on that feel one. free to bash Mike at, <laughs> at will. I love flannel. Flannel looks great on a woman. Everybody in Washington wears flannel. I'm a thousand listeners. It's more Oregon. It's more Oregon. All right. Well, I love them up there. So I do too. All right. I was going to give this story to Woody, and uh, and I realized two things. One, it was three pages long, and oh, shit. <laughs> there's no way Woody's going to read in a three contract. page story. He's got it in his contract, a page and a half limit. That's it. Mm. And then the other thing was it had Gwyneth Paltrow in it. So mm. <laughs> there's no way, but there's yeah, I definitely. She was there, but she wasn't. No, there's definitely, and there's definitely a crime here, and we're going to tell you about it. So. Pleasure has a dark side. The glamorous founder of the once trendy sexual wellness empire, One Taste. Her name is Nicole Dayton. Uh, she's 56, and it's former CEO Rachel uh, Sherwitz, who is 43, are on trial. They're going on trial next year, and they're accused of running a cult which forced workers into sex and followers into debt. This is a crazy story. Uh, The duo appear in federal court in Brooklyn on Thursday of last week, trailed by a glam squad entourage represented by basically $1,000 an hour attorneys. Uh, they, They definitely don't have a problem paying for uh, uh, attorneys and things like that did all the money they've they've made off this one taste uh, product. They could face years in prison if found guilty of the charges. And it is a big time fall for Dadon, who was once given a place on the TEDx talk stage for a 15 minute talk about the female orgasm oh. and a good friend of Gwyneth Paltrow's. Paltrow's Goop website talks up One Taste, which is also endorsed by Khloe Kardashian. It rakes in about $12 million a year. You Under- know, Gwyneth sells those vagina-scented candles. Mm-hmm. You know, That's like her number okay. one selling product is the vagina-scented Well, candle. under the guise of sexual wellness, One Taste has built an empire focusing on the female orgasm through its orgasmic meditation. Uh, Daydone trademarked the technique, which involves a woman undressing from the waist down, lying on a nest of pillows Mm -hmm. to have her genitals stroked, usually Uh, by a man wearing a latex glove and lasting about 15 minutes. Dayton claims she learned this. Is this kinky crime or what? I didn't hear the music. We it, well, it, it wasn't. That's what I said. I was. It was going to be a kinky crime. It, but you explained it very well because in the beginning I'm listening and I'm thinking it's some kind of like sex product or whatever, but mm-hmm. this is an actual act. This is an and actual I just, look, I just act. looked it up. It's uh, So she claims she learned that act from a Buddhist monk. <laughs> a horny Buddhist monk. <laughs> Allegations of rape, sexual abuse, and manipulation, however, and that is no laughing matter, were sparked by an FBI investigation which started in 2018 and led to the arrest in middle of 2023. Now prosecutors say that uh, the owners preyed on vulnerable customers by marketing its company as a help to heal sexual trauma, then forced members into debt to pay for its courses. Uh it's basically, you know, long story short, it's like a tantric right. technique, but it took off. It grew legs, and then these these influencers like Gwyneth Paltrow right. and Khloe Kardashian started promoting it, and it absolutely blew up. Uh, they were holding open houses and offering courses, which started for $195 for a workshop, but then went to $2,000 per week and like, $16,000 to be a coach. Yeah, they, you like that. The next book's a little more expensive. That's yeah. that's right. So um, essentially, uh, it was revealed in 2015 that they paid $325,000 for an out-of-court settlement for a former employee who was claiming sexual harassment and some other claims. They've had a lot of problems over the years, but it looks like um, they are finally going to face the music and uh, and answer for 
this tantric oh, technique that, that has a lot. It, it just appears that it's a big scam. Yeah. Well, you know. okay. So is the business itself illegal? I don't know. I don't see Well, the problem the business- was uh, someone has to come in and, and tickle those genitals, right? And so they were having men go in there to show these techniques. And a, a few of these women were not apparently comfortable with that. There were some rape allegations involved. Oh. Um, uh, one, you know, they've been called a prostitution ring at one point, uh, a cult at one point. And uh, there's just a lot of moving parts to this. But it's it's one of these new age it's kind of sounds like that Nexium thing. Remember the Nexium? Yeah. Uh, that uh, it's crazy. Very similar, but it shows the power of 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 influence, right? You know, out there, these influencers on social media. Yeah, fine. I, basically, they found people who were weak and hurting, seeking answers for you know sexual healing. No, no pun intended, Marvin Gaye, but the uh, and used them, right? Yeah, yeah, and they got money out of them. And they got money and a lot of it. And I think that's where a lot of the issue is coming is they were, they were essentially just taking every dime they could from, right. right. From an individual yeah, coach. Oh, you, and look how much success you had now buy the, the more expensive book. And then ultimately you can be a coach yourself. Yeah. And there's an, there's an interesting quote and I'll leave this story, but uh, in a 2020 podcast known as the orgasm cult, uh, Nicole, oh, who is one of the former staffers, uh, was training us to see the world the way she does in her eyes. There's no difference between pleasure and pain. There's no such thing as good and no such thing as evil. It's all just orgasm. That was oh, the quote. Shit. So, yeah. What the mm. fuck is she smoking? Hey, I like an orgasm as much as an expert. <laughs> but I'm just going to load mean, that podcast into uh, my wife's phone. Yeah. It doesn't revolve my life. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. So anyway, anyway, get- you know, Gwyneth looks like a sweet poly purebred, you know, and you mean she's married to Chris Martin all those years, those all those oh, Coldplay man. songs, but she's got her vagina candles and she was part of this thing. She must be a he little has bit, some of those candles. She Mike knows a, a lot about those. Yeah, I think he's a little, little bit on the wild what side. All, what all uh, flavors do they have, Mike? What did you call it, flavors? Scents. So, what all yeah, scents, scents do they have? I don't. And how on much that, are you have to go on the Goop. That Goop wet. Her, her brand is Goop, but their so, uh, their signature I know, product I mean, is this vagina scented candle. I, I kid you not. How many of them have you bought? Uh, six. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I can't imagine a, somebody putting oh that. I, I, I can't imagine what it actually smells like. I, don't, yeah, I yeah, doubt yeah, yeah, it. They buy it. Yeah, it's making like money. It. Okay. Turning a profit. I'm gonna buy one. Okay. Hey, y'all, my wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause, hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Mm. Wow, hard to follow up on They the get people like us story. talking about it. Right. That's how they... <laughs> All right, well, listen to this. This really had me scratching my head. We're going to go to New York. And a father of three uh, was gunned down on a Rochester, New York street back in 2015. Now his convicted murderer has been set free. Why is he free? Because law enforcement accidentally put him in the wrong prison. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office, that's where Rochester is, Monroe County, New York, confirmed that Terrence Lewis's conviction has been vacated and he has been released from Five Points Correctional Facility, which is a maximum security prison in Romulus, New York. The New York Sheriff's Office said Lewis was walking out on a murder conviction because law enforcement had inadvertently violated the anti-shuttling provision of the Interstate Agreement on Detainers Law. What? Sheriff Todd K. Baxter said the decision to let a murderer go free based on a technicality, quote, violates the principles of justice and demonstrates, quote, a lack of fairness. The federal law, this detainers law, which was passed by Congress in 1970, states that once a prisoner has been moved to the state of the pending indictment, that case must be completely disposed of, including any trial and sentencing prior to returning the prisoner. That makes sense? But that's not what happened with Terrence Lewis. Lewis was already serving a sentence in a federal prison in Pennsylvania for unrelated crimes when he was indicted for the murder up in Rochester. It's the murder of a man named Johnny Washington. Washington's murder occurred two years prior to uh, when Lewis was incarcerated in Pennsylvania. Back in January of 2018, which was two months after the murder indictment was filed in New York, Lewis was transported from the Allenwood Penitentiary in Pennsylvania, which is a high-security federal penitentiary, to New York's Monroe County Jail, where he was arraigned in local court on the Johnny Washington murder charge. Four months later, in May of 2018, Lewis was returned to the Allentown Prison in Pennsylvania, while the murder charges, murder charge in New York remained pending. The sheriff's office noted that it is their traditional practice to return the incarcerated individual to his home correctional facility and that the sheriff's office was simply following their normal procedures. But I guess most of the time that must be within the same state. I don't know. In July 2018, Lewis returned to New York for his murder trial, um, staying in the custody of the Monroe County Jail for the legal proceedings. In October of 2018, he was convicted of murder in the second degree and sentenced to 22 years to life. Lewis then returned to the Pennsylvania prison, Allenwood, in December of 2018 and served out the rest of his federal sentence. Then in October of 2020, Lewis began officially serving time on the New York murder conviction in uh, Monroe County. But per federal law, Lewis should not have returned to Pennsylvania until his New York case had been adjudicated. Lewis took New York State to court over the matter uh, once he learned uh, about uh, the law. And last week, a New York judge ruled that Lewis's return back to Allenwood violated the law, and he was released from the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. We've transported prisoners plenty of times from other states to bring them in, get them arraigned, and what have you, and then bring them back. I mean, fuck, I've never heard of that. I bet you 99% but did of you, prisoners ever heard of it. But 
without fully adjudicating? Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, you got to charge them. They, 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 you got to charge them and bring them in and and, and book them. Uh, the, you're not going to go see a judge for bail for, or no bail or three. Yeah, you're not going to get bail because he, he's still serving time yeah. in the federal pen. And they're going to ship them back until your court date and you get your sentence. And yet, I, I can't tell you how many cases I know like that. That's the first time I ever heard of that in my well, life. Well, I wonder if this Ooh, is going to. they're about to open up doors. Well, the, we, well, well, the, yeah. uh, the Monroe County Sheriff said that they went and they reviewed all of their cases yeah. and they didn't have a single other case where they had, where this had happened. That's crazy. So maybe for some reason there it's rare. Maybe it's rare because, I mean, New York is a big state. People don't realize it. You're in Rochester, which is, you know, way upstate. Where here you, you've got, you know. You you remember Duck coming on. Yeah. Buddy and, uh, yeah, going, yeah, yeah. and they went and got yes. uh, I was just Willie Roberts from the federal pen in Missouri, brought him back down just to be arraigned and shit on the murder charge. And they kept him here long enough to get information out of him. Right. But they ended up shipping him back and, and then brought him back for, and executed him later on in yeah. the state of Louisiana. Yeah, it happens. No, the sheriff said that no legal argument was ever raised before, during, or after the trial about the transfer. The sheriff's office said in a statement, but unfortunately, any deviation from the federal law is subject Mm -hmm. to strict consequences. The sheriff's office added that they instituted other corrective measures, which included reviewing their transfer procedures and also training staff about the federal law. Federal law. That's bullshit. Yeah. I mean that that, that benefits nobody but the convict. Oh, I mean, insane. And this murderer now is walking free. Oh, he's going to kill somebody else. Not to change that law. Could happen. I feel like I've already been kinkied yeah. once in this episode. So right. I'm, I'm, you know, that Kinky was foreplay. Crimes for Thursday. All right, y'all. Oh, y'all know I like to talk about these fetish things, but let's go. So the search results are in, and according to Google and two top porn sites, Pornhub and X Hamster, the giantess fetish is the top search porn fetish for giants. I, I, I know, but you <laughs> what, what's it called? G-I-A-N-T-E-S-S, giantess. I've actually fetish. heard of that. I've never heard of, even heard of it. Uh, a giantess fetish is the top search porn fetish for 2023. What is a giantess fetish? Well, it's a fetish that involves being at the mercy of a fant- fantastically large and powerful woman. All right. Giantess was the top fetish search term in the world in 2023. What the fuck? Where have I been living at? <laughs> Additionally, gi- giantess was the third highest grossing fetish category in 2023. Wow. Men are the primary consumers of the giants-related media, and this may be due to the traditional gender roles that portray men as dominant and women as mm. submissive. However, there are certainly women who enjoy this fetish as well, and it's important to note that the gender preferences can vary widely among fetishes. Another factor that may contribute to the gendered aspect of giant fetishism is the societal pressure for men to be physically larger and more dominant. This can lead to a fascination with the idea of a woman being larger and more powerful than them. I'm pretty sure I don't want that. But on on the other hand, <laughs> women may not be drawn. Yeah, no, not for me. <laughs> on the other hand, women may be drawn to the idea of being larger and more dominant as a way to subvert traditional gender roles. So there you have it, folks. There the you, you go. Know. And the more most sort searched of 2023 now I gotta, on you know Google. I look that some bitch up now. Giantess. So. Mike, you end end a little... I have never heard that term. Um, It reminds me of uh, the movie City Island where a buddy of mine starred in the movie and his son in the movie has this fetish for the woman who lives across the street. And it's actually a really sweet movie, but I'd I'd never heard it called that. Yeah. Giantess. And, you know, they... they, Holy shit. I mean, some people have fetishes. They like bodybuilders, women that, you know, take care of their bodies and they're muscled up. And then, you know, when they're into it, they're into it. We've heard all kinds of things. And 
Look, certain like certain things up. certain things might look good, <laughs> yeah, and certain other things might not look good, but might feel a lot better. You know, I mean, it, it's... be the number one in the world. Holy shit! Yeah, look at some of the stuff. My uh, Woody's looking it up as yeah. we <laughs> as we and record. Most of it has, has feet in it, though. I guess what? women with big oh, yeah. feet. I don't know. God, <laughs> it's crazy. I don't they, know. They have one. I think he went yeah, down the rabbit hole here. Yeah. He's yeah. got his Billy Goat hat yeah. on again today. Show him Mike. Well, wait, that's that's not wait. This is not feet, but that, I guess that's what they're talking about. <laughs> okay, yeah, but, it's just but that woman. Just, I think that's it's more a domination. Like an Amazon woman. I, that's so she Jan- looks like Amazon yeah. woman or giants. Thing. Okay, yeah. I I thought I thought you meant just really really heavy. You mean no, you mean like big you, giant, you mean really really like, big? Oh yeah, look. Okay. Like is it bow? It's it uh, like a six no, foot three I haven't woman. Seen anybody that you know something whatever. more rare? It's just it's just well. Shout out to all our women. giantess giantess. Well, listeners there out there. I'm just I don't need this in my life. What do you call it? <laughs> what do you call it when uh, uh, when you like a petite woman? What's I the know, that's a, I probably I don't know if there's a word that, for that. I, the opposite I would, of giant. I, I want to say something, but I'm not like going to because it would be politically incorrect. Okay, but 5'2 versus 5'10, would you rather have? Mm, I don't know, kind of like a tall woman, but I don't like a giant. I mean, I don't mind. I like them all. What about 6'4, all legs? <laughs> six, <laughs> yes. no, no. If your wife can post you up and like dunk on you, then yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, don't, don't want to get my ass whipped. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like 5'2". There's your kinky crime for... I know you're not 5'2". Shout out, Giants. Who knew? Who knew? Something for everybody. You always say that. That's true. Takes all kinds. You're a Goldilocksist. You're you're not too big, not too small. Just... just No, kind of a... What do you call that? Um, Non-discriminate. Yeah. You're an equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. Male whore. Uh, <laughs> In a former life. You. Swim. That was swim. That was Dare you. Give me some banjos. Banjos. Dumb criminals. Yeah, we got a dummy. Guess what state this dummy's from? Mm, Pennsylvania. Florida. Florida, the leading state for dummies <laughs> on dumb criminals. A Florida man that authorities have dubbed the serial bank robber is headed back to the slammer after he committed the same crime just one day after he was released from prison. According to the Department of Justice, 60-year-old Timothy Jones is heading back to prison after he robbed two banks in the Orlando area within days of being released from prison. According to court docs, Jones was released from the Putnam County Correction Facility after he served an eight-year sentence for robbing a Wells Fargo bank in Orlando. On the very next day, old habits tempted Jones to return to a bank and continue his heist. Authorities said that Jones walked into a Truist bank on the same street as the bank he previously robbed and held up a bank employee. The 60-year-old Florida man allegedly threatened the employee and said that he had a gun and would shoot everyone in the bank if they did not hand over $150,000. He warned the Truist bank employees that there would be a, quote, bloodbath if they failed to comply with his demands. After employees provided $30,000, Jones took the keys to an employee's car and escaped, according to the DOJ. Just a few days later, Jones walked into a South State Bank in Kissimmee, Florida, and threatened Mm. the employees that he was robbing the bank and had a gun. And guess what happened to our boy then? He got shot. He got caught, and he's playing some banjos back in that same jail in Orlando. Yeah, but he's our dumb criminal. He's really dumb. He looks confused. He's he's just institutionalized. He looks confused. What? Did I, I bet he had a hell of a time at the landing strip that night. But you can see in that face, it's like, did I rob that bank on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah he doesn't look. Uh, no, maybe I'll rob another bank on Thursday. Looks, oh, oh, hero cop, super cop. We've got a little super cop coming at you today, and it is from Charlotte County. 
And a mother and her two children who were trapped in an SUV were saved by Charlotte County Deputy Sergeant Dave Musgrove after a motorcyclist slammed into the family at an estimated 100 miles per hour. Ten seconds after it passed, I saw a flash in the distance and a cloud of smoke, uh, Sergeant Musgrove said. I just remember I was going uh, a normal Tuesday to have pizza with my in-laws. I remember looking left and seeing him in a big light and then crash, and that from the mother that was involved in that crash. I remember honking my horn to let him know I'm here, I'm alive, I'm okay, and with more than two decades of experience, the deputy ran to the car. He got the toddler out first. I reassured the mom the baby was fine, and she said, no, my baby, I didn't see my baby. All I saw was a male slumped over in the rear passenger seat, Musgrove said. Six-month-old Lola was trapped under the dead motorist, and she wasn't breathing. In the chilling body camera footage, you can see see a mother saying, my baby, is she dead? Um, I wanted to do as much as I could to help her, Sergeant Musgrove said. And the Charlotte County deputy went above and beyond to por- perform CPR on the lifeless baby until it started breathing wow. again. Uh, seconds or minutes, minutes or hours, Musgrove said. Time was of the essence, and I wanted to do as much as I could to help her. And now the family is, like all of us, hailing him as a hero. Wow. Uh, so we want to shout out. Shout out to that dude. That right. super cop. And uh, he is our super cop for today, Sergeant Dave Musgrove of the Charlotte County PD. What are you, Sergeant Congratulations. Dave. That's awesome. Good Sergeant story. Dave. Super cop. Super cop. Super cop. And thanks to the heroic actions of uh, of Sergeant Dave the Super Cop, yeah. our friends Roy, Kristen, and Kristen don't have any work to do connected with that case, thankfully. But it's a good excuse, a good reason to tell you about our pals Roy, Kristen, and Kristen, who operate under that big American flag in Broussard, Louisiana. Yes, sir. That's right, Mike. Parish Forensics. Louisiana Funeral Services and Louisiana Pet Crematory are all together as a sole facility in Louisiana offering forensic autopsy, post-autopsy embalming, funeral service, cremation services, and pet cremation. Yep, and we're heading up there next month, boys, and we're going to see how long the two of you can stand before you faint. <laughs> personally, Not long in my case. Right? Personally, I've heard a lot about what Roy and the Christens have built up in Broussard, and I'm anxious to see the entire operation. You might want to skip breakfast that morning, Mike. Um, well, I'm not too proud to puke, Woody, but um, but like you, I'm looking forward to the trip. You know how much Ms. Jerry and I love our doggies, and knowing that Louisiana Pet Crematory is there to provide dignified private and communal creation services. I hope Jake lives to be 25, but... When he does pass, I'm going to need a facility that can handle a large group that will attend that service. Whether it's a family pet or a family member, and whether it's a direct cremation or a traditional two-day funeral service with a graveside burial, you know what to do. Call 1-800-FUNERAL. That's 1-800-F-U-N-E-R-A-L. Or go to LAFuneralServices.com. Or LAPetCrematory.com, that's LAFuneralServices.com, or LAPetCrematory.com. Or just go drop in on under that big American flag in Bruce Hart, Louisiana. They're all lifers, so let them know you listen and appreciate them and support what we do. Rest, Rest easy. easy. All right. What do you ever tell any final thoughts? Damn, what a show, right? The, uh, we covered it all from the... Super cops to yeah. the, the $10,000 tips. The, the, yeah. The $10,000 tip. What about that dude getting off on that technicality? I can't help but think that the doors are going to be open all through the Department of Justice. And but it's not a new law. It says prison. it was 1970. I know, but detainers it, 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 law. I mean, just because they had, I don't even know why. I, I would like to up. know why they, why they initiated that law. Yeah. Maybe they lost somebody. Could yeah, be. they shipped them to whatever and lost. Hell, I don't know. Or they let them out before they shipped them back to the next jurisdiction where they had charges. I don't know. It's crazy. We All will right. find out. 
So, but hey, we love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, thank you for liking and listening and sharing. Go check out the Real Life Real Crime Daily Facebook page, the Real Life Real Crime Community app, all our different stuff, and y'all uh, send you messages. And Are you selling vagina-scented candles on that I site? I can't even talk about that. Right. That disturbs me. It's in the plans, isn't yeah. it? You're yeah. planning. No. I can see his brain yeah. working. I'm Coming a, soon, folks. I'm going to sell beer-scented <laughs> candles. <laughs> <laughs> They probably have beer scented candles, though. I'm sure they do. Uh, I'm sure they I, do. Then I'm a genius. Men's locker room scented uh, yeah, candles. That's not some of them as well. This show is when <laughs> Olaf's coat. That's all I got, candles. boys. That's all I got. Till next time, I'm Jim Chapman. Nah, I'm in my mind. I need a candle. And I'm Mike Agavino. <laughs> for real life, real crime daily. Peace. Aglets, help. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.